Hi, I'm Janie Morris and welcome to our very brand new podcast series. This is a special series. It's a one-off. It's Women in Politics, Independence Day. And the reason that we decided to do this series is that around the world over the last couple of years, there's been the Me Too movement. Uh, down here in the Southern Hemisphere, there's been uh, the uprising with Enough is Enough. And, but it's not, it's not just in the last few years. The issues of women and women's voices has been around since women and men even were on this planet. And so the reason that we, my team at Transforming Now Together and I decided that we were going to put this podcast series together for you is that we were made very much aware that there's a lot of elections coming up around the world in governments, local governments, state governments, federal governments, any form of government, there's lots of elections coming up. And what we've seen is that there are a lot more women putting their hand up and saying, not only do I want a voice, but I want to take some action and positively contribute to change within our communities and within our countries. And so that's why we've created Women in Politics Independence Day. And uh, I hope you enjoy this series because we're kicking it off with a local in South Australia, in the country of Australia. Her name is Diana Walter. She is the independent candidate for Narunga in South Australia. She's going to let us know why, when and how she's doing what she's doing. But before she does, we want to find out about her. So welcome to the podcast, Diana. Thank you so much. And it's such a pleasure to be having this conversation at this really important time in history, really. And the fact that this is going global, it's just a fabulous opportunity to share um, this beautiful place of South Australia with the rest of the globe. Now, it, it, it is a beautiful place it is. In, in, in Australia, actually, yes. isn't it? So, so before we get into why you've got into politics and what's coming up for you and your community, Diana, can you tell us a little bit about where you live and a bit about yeah. you? <laughs> so absolutely. So in, in, for those of, uh, that are joining from around the globe, if you think of the map of Australia, South Australia is the middle state. Um, and there's a peninsula um, in the state that looks a bit like, it's referred to often as the, the leg of Italy, but we like to call it the, um, the leg. Um, it's the York Peninsula. Um, and where I'm situated right now is at Moota Bay um, on the western coast of the York Peninsula. And if you looked at our map and the geography, I'm at about where the knee would be. Um, and I'm representing or hoping to represent the um, state electorate of Narunga, named after the local uh, Indigenous people who've been here for millennia. Uh, so Narunga is about to hopefully see change and be transformed um, with a, a different representative. We, um, we cover nearly 11,500 uh, kilometres that's quite a large um, electorate to be getting out and about in. And my little car has been going um, north and south and east and west and all around the electorate, which has been really lovely to get out and, and do that grassroots connection with the community. 
So Diana, are you actually from Moonta? Is 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 this your hometown or Yeah, a great question. You know, I um I was born not far from here, just north of here in the Southern Flinders Ranges, another iconic area in our country. Um, in the in the city of Port Pirie and grew up at Napabee, not far from here. But this is one of those stories where we come to the York Peninsula and Moonta Bay uh, before there were bitumen roads in our car and have our summer holidays here and we have the most beautiful memories of, of coming here and it's it's interesting that now um, this has been my permanent home for the last uh, decade or more but it's been our um, other home uh, off and on for for many uh, many years uh, and it's interesting I was chatting to someone recently on the beach and they reminded me that I'd never be a local which I thought was interesting and uh and it was, and uh, I said, oh no, no, I wouldn't because we have our Narunga people that have been here for millennia. I said, but sometimes, you know, it's not, home is not where you're born, but it's where you're prepared to die. And, uh, you know, if something untoward happened tomorrow, I know that I'd be at home. And I think that's a really nice analogy. What, what a great sentiment as well. Yeah. That, that, that really is special. In, in, indeed it's 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 interesting that you say as well that you know sometimes people that are born in a particular town or what have you and then always live there and then other people sort of move in that they always you know I just personally I um, after I moved back from living in America because as my followers know I lived and worked in America for 10 years and when I came back we first uh, my family and I first stopped in on the Gold Coast in Queensland didn't quite want to come back to uh, where we live now we wanted to sort of like stay in that holiday mode and um, we were there for about two years and and locals said that they said I they said you'll never be a Queenslander you'll never be a Gold Coaster you weren't born here so it's interesting. yeah they were quite parochial aren't we yes um, yes <laughs> but I, I, I think if we look at it more broadly, regional um, Australia and regional South Australia has been my home and will always be my home and my now adult children live close by and um, I can't imagine them living anywhere else. So let's talk about women in politics and you making the decision that you were going to run for the next now this is the next this is the state election in south it australia is. isn't it yes. it's in march 2020 yeah, it's, uh, well yes it's uh, Which is now. Saturday, two weeks away oh right so, and i've been on the campaign trail i announced exactly 12 months out um so i'm at that pointy end with just two weeks to go so yeah. diana tell us when you know when you what was the moment that you decided that you were going to jump into an area that most would say, don't even think about going in that industry? Yeah. Because, because can we call it an industry? I mean, politics, no. you, you, like, like it's a, it's, 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 it's a, it's a weird environment, isn't it? It's got, it's got all of these different nuances and, you know, highs and lows and sunnies and dark you know hidden yeah, it's, so it's probably interesting. not an industry as such but it's a it's a system our democracy is set up in such a way and you're going to your listeners are going to hear my dog barking she's annoyed that <laughs> i put her outside um it's it's set up to to serve a particular structure and uh it was set up a long time ago and it served us well but 
right now uh, we have an opportunity to bring a different mix into into democracy and I somewhat I was again chatting lots of talking um, and it wasn't we we're talking about what you've just described as you know it's an interesting industry but politics is one thing but I think democracy and I like to say well and not everyone can participate in politics because it isn't that simple it isn't but democracy we are free to participate and that is my 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 driver to keep coming back to democracy and to answer your question about my motivation and why I've always been that um that person and I was again um chatting with another person about the uh, back in school when uh, a teacher would say, who would like to be on the SRC, the Student Representative Council? And in grade two, Diana would put her hand up and and uh, and I'd also be the, the one that would go out and um, adjudicate, you know, the, the, the things that were happening in the, in the schoolyard. But a very defining moment for me was uh, in 2013 in our nation's capital in Canberra. And I was there with a group of regional women like this amazing like 300 of us 300 strong I was representing the seafood industry and um, and some other really incredible women were around me and we were at a, a regional women's conference over a period of days and in one of the sessions there was a breakout session and and we a group of us chose to go into um, a room a concurrent session and it was run by uh, a local um, group of um, indigenous women and they opened up with this question and I'm going to put this question to your listeners and to you as well. This very quietly beautiful um, Indigenous woman, she, she asked this question, tell us or tell me what your mother's mother's mother did. What was it about your mother's mother's mother that you are proud of? And I was, I still have goosebumps and you know, I could not answer that question. And that, at that moment, I knew where she was going with that. She could go back millennia. She could go back generations to her kin. And she knew where her roots were. I knew that I had ancestors that would come out of Prussia and Germany and Wales and England and, and, and settled in the Barossa Valley and, and knew all of that. But I, I couldn't go back that far in my lineage. And it was that defining moment that I thought, I've got an opportunity to make a difference. And I want my great, great, great grandchild to know what their great, 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 great grandmother did. And that's the defining moment that made me think that in order to do that, I can advocate around things that I love and things that are close to me, but in order to make true change, I need to step away from the advocacy space and into that, it is, it's adversarial really, but into a space that we can bring some kindness and compassion and deal with things differently so that the, the laws and the legislation that our our children and our grandchildren yet to be born get to work with that we can influence that right now and we can do that and I can do that with these other incredible women that are bringing a very different um, lens to what politics looks like in Australia. There's my motivation. Wow that, that's incredibly powerful and I would um... I would uh, suggest that every one of our viewers and every one of our listeners just got that same reaction. Uh, yeah. And, and what a great motivation for you to where yeah. you are now. Let me ask you, the um, uh, obviously our podcast series name is Women in Pol uh, Politics Independence uh, Day. I like to say it's Independence Rising. 
you're running as an independent. All of our guests are going to be that we're interviewing are yes. running as independents. Why did you decide that you would run as an independent rather than uh, put your hand up to be nominated for one of the one of the major yeah, political I, parties? I've never been affiliated with a with a political party. I've, I've well. That said, I've been part of a union once upon a time and I've been involved in peak bodies and advocacy groups that are loosely aligned with other shades of politics. Um, I, I didn't want to be constrained or gagged or um, muffled in any way by, by the party line. And I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen too often. And I've seen in matters of conscience and, and matters that are important, especially when it comes to women um, and women's issues. And this is not just about gender. In fact, it's, it's, more, um, it's more nuanced than that. It's really about having um, a voice that can cut through and can be heard regardless, but also having that bravery to say it, say how it is and say how it is with conviction. And I, couldn't imagine being aligned with a party that didn't have a particular view, which is my view, and yes, everyone's entitled to their view, around, for instance, voluntary assisted dying. And recently in South Australia, we finally decriminalised um, abortion. Um, and it's a health issue, but for so many years, men have been making decisions about women's reproductive rights. So there's that but then i'd like to think that if i was uh given the opportunity to make some decisions that affected mostly men that i'd have the intelligence the compassion and the kindness to bring them to the table and not exclude their voice so yeah there is that and i, I think we're seeing more and more of a uh, a very uh gentle uh, shade of politics and uh, women everywhere are not necessarily raising their voices, but they're certainly improving their arguments. Health is, you've, you've touched there on some health issues, Diana. Um, the, a question that, we, that I've been hearing a lot lately is because most of our news coverage over the last couple of years, justifiably so, has been around COVID. Um, and what what are your thoughts about before COVID? Was was there a health crisis, for instance, here in South Australia where you're running yes. uh, for your seat? Was was there a health crisis before COVID? Yeah, and that word's not a word that we like to use lightly. And uh, and I think what we see here in regions and, and regional South Australia is that um, COVID exacerbated what was already a really challenging time for regions. Um, I'm, I'm saying that our health crisis is a, a chronic crisis, not a COVID one. We have an ageing workforce in health, especially allied health in the nursing profession. The average age of our wonderful wives and uh, midwives and nurses is about 55. Mm. Um, we, we struggle to retain our young and, and vibrant brains to come back and, and practice in allied health from once they go away to study in Adelaide or other universities. So this is, um, I won't, won't make any bones about it. We are in the grips of what has been the result of neglect. And for those that look at numbers around politics, I'm sitting in what is known to be a very safe liberal seat and has been for decades. In fact, I have to smash a margin of 18.2%. And that's not lost on me. So <laughs> I've... There was a recent article in a in a publication uh, newsprint 
that talked about the top 10 seats in the House of Assembly in South Australia, there's 47 seats in the top 10 that could define who the next Premier is. And isn't it interesting that Naranga was in that top 10 and you wouldn't have thought so, given that it's such a safe seat. And I'm saying it's only notionally safe because I don't think anyone's really come and tested it the way I have. So yeah, let's let's see how that um, come back and have this conversation in in a month. Well, what what are people in in your local community then telling you that needs to change? If that if if that be the case, yeah. Look, they're saying that um, the seat needs to be marginal because they they say that safe seats get ignored. Safe seats get ignored by um, the party that claim it. Um, and then if that, that party is in opposition, the, the government, government will ignore it as well because they don't need to put any effort in because I don't think they're going to win it. So uh, myself and other uh, women like me are going to shake that, uh, that up a bit. <laughs> we are. It's 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 going to be a very interesting time, both for state and federal and major country elections over the next twelve months. Yeah, that's for I sure. think we, the women that are running, there's five women, uh, independent women running in in regional South Australia, uh, and three of them belong because the the, the federal seat of Grey um, is such a, a big area um, geographically. Um, there's three of us in diverse parts of the state that federally um, they sit in the seat of grey. So I think this might be a precursor to, um, to a period of change federally as well. Uh, and it's a long time coming, that's for sure. What does accountability mean to you, Diana? Yeah, accountability, that's a word I chose uh, because it has a number of different um, meanings to different people. But really, this is about the being accountable to the community, being transparent, telling it how it is. And uh, I'm not gonna dwell on um, an issue that's happening here in, in this electorate with the incumbent because it, that is not important. But the important thing here is that if I am the independent member, the truly independent member for Naranga after March 19, then I will be able to hold the government of the day to account for the people of Naranga. So that accountability goes, it stretches across the horizon and it, it infiltrates every possible piece of fabric in our community, even to the point where I will be more transparent when I'm talking about how I'm spending public funds and how I'm utilising allowances that are made available to me. So accountability is holding them to account and I won't use the term that Democrats used some time ago, but I think you get the picture. It's yeah. about... It's about, um, it's really about keeping um, keeping a, an open mind and speaking uh, with, a, with a voice that represents the community. Diana, one of the things that you have done since the moment that you declared to your local community and indeed the entire state of South Australia that you would be um, putting your hand up and running as an independent for um, the uh, area of Narunga, uh, is that you got out this massive big seat, this chair. Yes, 
Yeah, it's right here. If I and <laughs> you, you, you've, you, you've, you've got this chair and, and I must say to our viewers and listeners, by the way, in, um, uh, make sure that you go to the uh, Shiro's uh, Unlimited.com website, then uh, the latest issue of, or the fir very first one for 2022 is actually chock-a-block full of all of, um, as heaps of uh, women, independent women running independently in elections, state and federally in Australia. And Diana is one of those featured stories. And so you'll see the chair in there as well. But I uh, sounded like a, a child's school TV show then. Yeah, yeah, chair in there. Well, so, 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 so great move. Great mental link with you. Um, having a seat. It's about yeah. having, a seat. It's about having, having a seat in the community. I have two chairs and I I could turn, I don't know, I probably won't it'll upset your We'll see it in the magazine. Regime. People want to yeah, see it. it. You've got to go and get the magazine. They do, absolutely. Um, but it's a it's a linen covered seat and it's been everywhere with me. It's uh it's very well loved and it's very well sat on. But I'm looking at it just over my shoulder now and I can read some of the inscriptions. Um uh, and for instance, rebuild with TAFE. Um jobs, health, um, climate change, ICAC, there's a conversation for another day. Let's have a seat together. I had a seat with Diana, accountability, but my favourite thing on this on this seat is, um, and it's in the turquoise colour, and I'll tell you the story of turquoise in a minute. There's um, three words on one side of this seat, and it says trucks and lollies. So the, I had a conversation at a field days, and uh, I was talking to a man who runs a trucking company, and his very, very um, politely and well-mannered young boy was standing alongside of him. And after I had finished talking to his dad, I, I got down to his level and I said, we've heard about what's really important to dad, but hey, I wanna hear what's important to you. And he's he very like changed his posture and he was very, very considered. He said, well, like dad, it's trucks. Gotta keep, got keep the country moving. He said, but it's lollies as well. <laughs> and uh, so, and he, I said, here, here's the pen. And he wrote on the chair, trucks and lollies. And then he said, I don't think I've spelt lollies wrong, but I think you can see what I mean. Oh. That's priceless. Isn't it though? Yeah. Isn't it? Because after all, at the end of the day, the generations that are coming after us are the ones that we're doing what we're doing now for. So that's, yeah, great story. Um, before we let you go, a couple of things, and uh, thank you again for your time today. It's great talking with you. Um, you, you touched on ICAC. We don't have enough time to get into that. No. Um, however, for people who don't know what ICAC means, what's it stand for? So the Independent Commission Against Corruption. And um, if you are elected and it has another chance to be discussed in Parliament, is that something that you'll be supporting? Well, thank you, yes. Well, I, I think we do. And I. what concerns me is that the definition of corruption has been watered down. And I'd like to see that uh, reinstated. And I'd like to think that um, the, the current MPs and, and some new ones, a new crop of politicians that come on board might actually like to see that reinstated as well. Because at the moment, um, yeah, the, the definition of corruption as it stands right now probably 
isn't as um, as strong as it needs to be. Well, we look forward to seeing uh, movement on that front definitely um, in the future. Diana, before we let you go, I always ask my guests this question and you do not escape it. What would you advise if you had an eight-year-old Diana in front of you right now? What would you advise her for her future? When your mother and father, if you have the, the privilege of having them in your world, um, provides you with some advice and generally in a story um, that you listen and you may not understand the meaning of their advice or their, their their words at the time but I know right now and I just wish dad was here today um, there are so many words of wisdom that he offered me they were packaged into these really lovely little anecdotes and it's only now with the, the passing of time and having children of my own that I absolutely value um, the sharing of knowledge between um, our family members and our parents so um, I can hear my mum saying, pick up your shoes and tidy up your room. Um, but really the message there was, I love you, I care for you. And, uh, and that makes us who we are. So yeah, listen, listen, to, listen to your family and your friends and taking advice is one thing. Um, you don't have to take all the advice you receive. But certainly there is wisdom in everything that we hear every day. We just need to pick out the gold. Great advice. And uh, may, I, may I be as bold to suggest that that's probably part of the foundation of what you'll take into Parliament with you as well. Thank you. Thank you Diana, so it, it, Diana Walter, it's been an absolute pleasure having your company with us on our very special series of Women in Politics Independence Day. Good luck on March the 19th, 2022, in your state of South Australia, representing your community in Narunga. And um, it's uh, it's been a delight to have you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. And if you've enjoyed listening to this new series of uh, Women in Politics, Independence Day, as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you, then you know what to do subscribe, comment. Now we do want your feedback. So any comments that you've got or any feedback, just pop it in below in the comments section. If you've got any questions uh, that you'd like to pose to Diana as well, you can pop them there. Or of course, all of her contact details are below where you're watching or listening to this right now on whatever podcast app you get all of your favorite podcasts for, including iTunes, Apple, Spotify, and of course you can get the all of the latest um, episodes and all of the upcoming ones at janiemorris.com. And as I mentioned before, don't forget over at our sister company, Shiro's Unlimited, the latest issue, the first issue for 2022 of Shiro's Unlimited magazine, it's the biggest one that they've ever produced and it is chock-a-block full with women that are running independently in um, government in all of the upcoming elections, plus all of their normal contributors as well. It's always inspiring, that magazine. Of course, Diana Walter is in that magazine, so you can read more about her there as well. So in the meantime, wherever you are in this amazing, fantastic, beautiful world of ours, I'm Janie Morris. It's been great to have your company and look forward to having you tune in next on Women in Politics, Independence Day.